This is Mason from Odd Fellas, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I'm Bruce. My name is Chris, and I am happy today. You like that? That was my sexy Jason Momoa voice. I'm trying to perfect that. So not only do I have the looks, but now I'm going to have the, uh, the voice to go with it. I dare you to beat this voice, motherfucker. <laughs> well, you're getting me uh, getting a chub over here. <laughs> hey, short and thick is just as good as hard and long. There you so. go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So today we're going to be chatting with Mason Galaviz, I guess his name is, from Oddfellas, a band out of Texas. And if you stay tuned, we're going to see what they have to uh, say. All right, let's check it out. Oh. Mason, meet Chris. Chris, hey. Mason. Hey, Mason, how are you doing, man? I've been telling him oh, we're good, having... man, how are you? Fantastic. I told him we've been having difficulties, all technical difficulties all morning. Isn't technology awesome? I got I got all this technology and I can't get a fucking internet signal that works. <laughs> I have all this technology and I still don't sound like I can sing. Nice. <laughs> anyway, so let's just jump right in here, Mason. For those not familiar with Odd Fellas, can you give us the two sentence boardroom pitch? Two sentence pitch on Odd Fellas. Well, I guess if you're looking for music that has real meaning, real emotion, uh, raw feeling, that's us. And our message is about being who you are and expressing yourself however you feel fit. All right. Oh, you had that weird look on your face. I thought maybe something went wrong. No, I was just Googling the name of the track that I just checked out. So I just checked out the track Walk On By. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me that it had this um this kind of it didn't sound like the nineties, but it had that nineties like DIY kind of vibe to it. Is that an intentional thing that you're doing or just something that came about through influence or none of the above? Uh I don't know, really. Um we we finished that song like two weeks before we went into the studio and we were like, man, this is a good song. We got to put it down. So we didn't really know exactly how it was going to turn out, but we've been really happy with it. It's a good song. Yeah, absolutely. What is your, uh, what is your guys writing process? Like, are you guys like all writing together or is it more the efforts of one particular member of the band? Um, I, we, we write all kinds of different ways. It can start out with the bass line. It can start out with the guitar riff. It can start out with, a guitar riff that our singer writes. It, um, the, our, our singer, he's more he's a songwriter, so whenever he writes a song, it'll be like, you know, bare bones acoustic, and he'll bring it to the band, and it'll be, you know, our, our lead guitar player will do lead guitar things over it, and we'll just kind of go from there. So usually whenever our singer brings a song to the, to the group, it's pretty much already done. We're just going to layer it and put you know, make it to what sounds like us. And then if it's just us riding together, we'll just take it part by part and like we'll write an intro and then we'll write a verse and then just kind of go that way. Are you guys all writing like in the same room together, like the traditional way, bouncing shit off each other? Or are you writing yeah. more? 
Oh, you are. So yeah, I, I think it, tur it turns out more organic that way, right? Yeah, I mean, you get the vibe, you get the feel of, of uh, you know, being together and stuff. So you actually know how something's going to sound whenever you, you know, play it live. Right. You can kind of get the feel of it really, you know, if you if you just kind of come up with something and you play it live, it doesn't really turn out the way that you envisioned it in your mind. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? Bruce, are you there? Oh, Bruce is technically challenged again. No. He'll be back. It's okay. <laughs> so what role, What since you guys are writing all in the same room and keeping it that way, what role is technology playing in your writing process right now, if any? Not much. <laughs> really? That's cool. Yeah. We, well, we use GarageBand like a lot, <laughs> but it's not real. It's not. I don't know. We'd like to play with it, I guess. Like, and we can, we can spawn off ideas from stuff that we do on garage band. We like to, uh, make hip hop beats and like, you know, just pop beats and write choruses and stuff on garage band. But, uh, so far we haven't really translated that over into our writing yet, but it's, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can feel it. <laughs> it can become addicting. When you start messing around with technology sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I personally I like to I like to mix and record on just any DAW I can get my hands on, I guess. Right on. But I haven't we've never actually we that's a lie. Um we actually have a demo out right now that's kind of only available for physical uh Cons consumption and uh we recorded it all ourselves in a day on and mixed it on our phones so really yeah man, shit's uh, getting crazy one man old, one of our old bass players did it he's he lives up in uh oregon wow he's since left but we got a pretty good demo out of it so <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool now we, we love cool. him. we love him he's a good guy Am I still, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're on. Okay. I never know because I keep fading in and out. When you guys are writing, and I, I know you said you're doing it in the, kind of together in the room. Are you writing like with the live setting in mind, like how this part will come across in front of an audience? Or are you writing just the album for the album's sake? Uh, I feel like we do that a lot with uh, this kind of vibing off of what will sound good in a live setting. Um. In which case, sometimes we get pretty psychedelic and like to mess with the energy and stuff in the room and kind right. of break it down volume-wise and with all the, uh, you know, we've, we've got a lot of that influence too. So, I mean, we're kind of all over the place, but yeah, we, we do we do write with the, with the live setting in mind. Gotcha. Do you have any shows coming up? We are actually... Tuesday, we're in Nashville. We're going to be playing in Nashville for the first time, which is pretty exciting. Oh, that's and cool. I think right now we're actually slowing down on touring because we've been we've been touring like every weekend, every you know, sometimes even a week at a time, but like every single week, you know, it's like a constant. We don't ever really take a break, and now we're coming up on a time where we just released that EP and. 
<clears throat> we're going to start planning for next year and let the music do what it does and it's kind of cool as usual go with the flow vibe with it now <laughs> i like that whole vibe you got going on the go with the flow sometimes that's the best way to go instead of having it all planned out yeah when um oh shoot i just lost my train of thought yeah sure oh yeah when you're how does it make you feel when the energy and the i guess passion you put into writing the song comes to life in front of a, a crowd or a live audience yeah it feels awesome man i there's nothing better than playing live and vibing off the crowd and just i've been saying that word too much vibe <laughs> but, but, but i dig it, it so is, we're uh, good that's what, that's what it is though i mean like just the like feeding off of the energy of the crowd is is amazing and like you know sharing that with a big group of people also also just like everybody you know not at home in a binge watching 13 reasons why or right. <laughs> well, go out and have you a good know, time or watch a show about go. suicide i think they're i'm gonna go out and have a good time and vibe music. yeah <laughs> so the ep's out are you guys you're slowing down from touring are you guys working on any new material oh yeah yeah we've got we've probably got at least another ep's worth uh and i think we're gonna go back into the studio in this early december and we're bringing in uh, possibly a couple of producers, maybe just mostly, most likely just one. And uh, we're pretty excited about it. We're just going to do a single and then we're going to go back into the studio probably early next year and do another single and just keep keep the songs coming, I guess. That seems with to be a real it. trend, hey? Yeah, yeah. With how the industry now is nowadays, it's just like, people's train of thought is not longer than five minutes. So yes. like they listen to your song and then they kind of forget about it, you know, and then as long as you keep it exciting and you keep the, keep the relevancy up, like, you know, the, the traffic to your websites or social medias or whatever the hell is, it stays pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We just actually had a conversation with um, the singer from uh, living color who has a new band and he was telling us the same thing. They're just going to do one song at a time, you know, all the way through. So keep blitzing, blitz media blitz, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I guess Bruce is gone again. That, that's a terrible yeah. freeze frame we have of him, though. I mean, look at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks like he's genuinely enjoying the conversation. Just listening. <laughs> in in slow motion. <laughs> Bruce, are you there? Hello, Bruce. Nah, Bruce isn't there. Um, are you guys a four-piece? We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that, like, I, I don't. I'm not familiar with the band. So, what is it that you play? I play the drums. You play the drums. Nice, nice. What? Um, and I guess you don't use technology. I always tend to talk about the technology side a lot because I own a software company that deals yes. with it. So. Um, like there's a lot of bands when they're recording, they don't record real drums anymore. They just use software, which oh, even though I make drum virtual instruments and I use that stuff all the time, I always prefer recording a real drummer because there's, yeah. there's an interaction that a drummer can have that software can mimic, but it can't replace if that makes any sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it doesn't sound mechanical. Yeah, it doesn't sound mechanical. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, against all the. Uh, I mean, I I I would be I'm open to using a trigger and blending. You know what I mean? Blending yeah. drum sounds and stuff like that. I'm open to all that, but I would I would never do fully like MIDI drums or mapped out like you know I could. Oh man, when I I'm I'm an audio engineer by trade, and I remember when when grid editing drums became a thing. Like you know, you didn't just track the drummer and get a good take anymore. You now put them into time and did all this stuff, and the producer wanted me to do this, and the drummer was fucking losing his shit. I was getting drumsticks thrown at me, and I was just like, "Hey, man, it's not my call, dude. It's the producer. <laughs> he wants it done." No. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, so, Mason, before we get to my favorite part of the uh, the episode, I don't know if you've listened to any of these yet. Before we get there, though, what do you guys have planned in the in the next few months? Uh, like I said, we're going to slow down on touring. We're going to uh, kind of let our music work. We're going to head back into the studio early December and start planning for next year. Right. Uh, probably going to probably going to consist of the same thing, more of the same thing, just touring our asses off. And nice. Gotcha. All right. So now my favorite part of the episode. Hopefully your your sense of humor is uh is on point. I've got just a few questions that give uh, fans a chance to get to know you a little bit better. You cool with that? Yeah. All right. Chris, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> you don't sound ready. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here staring at your fingers covering the camera. I'm I know. I'm wondering if, just... I was wondering if you're getting naked and trying to hide it, if you're sitting on the can or what's going on. <laughs> so, so, Mason, we actually did an interview with, uh, who was it? It was Henry from Sangre, right? Yeah. Yeah, the the dude was totally uh, on the bowl when he answered the phone. Yeah, with the had, video on. He answered Skype with video with his pants down. He's sitting on the toilet taking a shit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was good. Anyway, so that's beside the point. Let, let's go ahead and jump right in here. Uh, is cereal a soup? Why or why not? Um, man, I need to get high right now for this shit. Aren't you in Texas? (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that shit illegal? I know, I know. I'm Canadian, that's okay, I understand. Uh, a soup, a a cereal, a soup. Yeah. I would say (laughs) no. Whoa. Why not? Why not? Because soup is like broth and cereal is milk. Okay. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So along those same lines, is a hot dog a sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) No. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Is it a hamburger? (laughs) It is not a hamburger either. (laughs) So what is it? Called a hot dog bun. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many dirty places I could go with that, but I'm not going to. We usually do. <laughs> remember that band? Cool? Remember that band from the '80s, Salty Dog? 
Yes. And they had that song come along. And the first yeah. line of the song was, sweet little baby, she's my hot dog bun. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know if anybody told you we kind of take you the wrong path you usually half the time. So are you still cool? Yeah, I'm good. All right, here we go. What are some fun and interesting alternatives to war that countries could use to settle their battles? Oh, goodness. Um, I guess that's kind of a boring answer, but I'd say like rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I'm totally in. Rock, paper, scissors. I'm going to bomb you. Not if I win. <laughs> One, two, win, three. Uh, best two out of three. Winner takes the oil. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Winner takes the oil. <laughs> Can you imagine Trump and uh, the dude from Saudi Arabia, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Sorry, so I've got one more for you. <laughs> okay. One more. All right. All right, let's be serious. What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? A unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> all right Mason, thank you for playing that's about all i've got okay right, cheers man. All right, man be well cheers later it was kind of funny i gotta get high to answer those questions well the first thing i thought is man this guy's really high that's what i thought in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to say it no nice guy oh, cool Okay, you've been listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I'm Chris. Uh, unicorns and fairy dust, I guess, is where we're going to end this. But yeah, I'm Bruce, and uh, thanks for taking the time. I can't believe you made it this far. Fucking right. Keep it metal. Keep it metal.
Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.